Welcome to the Wealth with Purpose podcast, where people come to learn what the Bible says about money, wealth and business. Be inspired by some of the greatest Christian thinkers and commentators from around the planet. Enjoy this episode with your host, Alex Cook. Catching up with Alex Cook from Wealth with Purpose. We're talking identity theft today, isn't that right, Fred? That's right. Good old <laughs> identity theft seems to be a big problem these days. <laughs> That's right. Uh, well, you know uh, what is? Uh, how big a problem is identity theft, and uh, what are some of the common methods? Yeah, look, it's become a massive issue, mm. um, and I think unfortunately it's one of those issues that people tend to think it, it won't happen to me. When in reality, globally, I think they estimate something like four hundred odd billion dollars, and in Australia, uh, those criminals are managing to extract one point six billion from Australians oh, every year. My. So it's massive. Mm. Something like nine hundred million in online credit card fraud. Wow. It's a massive issue, and the way they tend to do it these days, I mean, the old school way was you'd steal someone's mail and you'd work out their identity through that. But the new way is through email and predominantly through email. So, you know, they send you an email, you click on a link, and all of a sudden they, they are able to install, you know, software on your computer and uh, access everything. Okay. The other thing, though, is probably the biggest one, though, is they hack major websites, you know, some of the really big companies, mm. and get a million people's emails and passwords all at once. And then they send out random emails, right. and it looks very genuine because they know your password. And so they'll say, hey, we've got your password. Unless you do X and send us Bitcoin, mm. um, you know, we'll release all these videos that we have on you and embarrass you and stuff like that. So yeah. that's the, the really common way these days. And it has look, a huge impact on people's life, the stress. Uh, banks won't always compensate you depending on how it happens to you. Right. Um, you know, if you, you know, if you've, uh, you know, you haven't, <laughs> you know, you've done certain things that haven't protected yourself, and, mm. and you, therefore you can be vulnerable. So it's it's a massive issue, and it can come at a huge financial uh, cost to people. So I, I'd say to people take take appropriate measures, and we'll talk about some of those a bit later. But mm. yeah, it's a really serious issue. Uh, you know, these days, thanks to technology, you know, technology is a blessing, but can also be a curse too. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly right. And uh, well, we're talking identity theft now. Identity theft and uh, credit score. How can it have an impact on our uh, credit score, Alex? Yeah, so look, I mean, the well, just to give the people a background on a credit score, so all of us will have one, and there are a couple of institutions in Australia that track your credit score. Uh, the big ones are Experian, track our sort of credit history, if you like. So these companies have access to, you know, when you apply for credit with a, with a bank and they use it. The credit score is predominantly used by lenders, such as credit card providers, mm. banks, mobile phone companies, to see whether they're going to lend you the money or not. You know, whether they'll give you a credit facility, if you like, on your phone, oh, you know, okay. your mobile phone when yeah. you take out a new mobile phone. So that's that's what happens. And you know, energy companies can do the same too if they're gonna give you, you know, access to essentially, you know, credit. Now this score is a number usually between zero and a thousand. Uh, don't panic if you're not anywhere near a thousand. Yeah. Uh, the main thing is that you don't have any defaults on your credit history. That's the main thing they're looking for. You know, if you're if you're late on a lot of payments, the other thing they can look at is your credit limit. So Particularly if you're going out for a home loan, I always say to people, reduce your credit cards to zero because it affects uh, what banks will do if they see your credit limits and let's say you have $20,000 of credit limit. Even if you pay it in full, they'll assume, the bank will assume you owe the full amount, even though you may pay it off in full every month. 
And yeah. so credit cards are a negative, uh, even if you've got a good credit history, they're a negative when you go for a home loan because they'll assume you owe the full amount. They may look at how many credit inquiries you have. Like if you're you know, applying for credit all the time uh, through you know, credit cards and zip pay and all that, these kind of things, if, you, if you've got lots of those inquiries, they may be suspicious about your financial situation if you're always applying for credit. But the main thing is that you don't have default. You know, if you're, if you're constantly late paying and you're, you know, you're in arrears, uh, that will be a negative when you're applying for uh, a credit facility, particularly a home loan. And that's mm. the one, big one that obviously most people are interested in. So, yeah. And of course, identity theft means that somebody is applying for credit in your name mm. and therefore you're going to default because you're not going to necessarily even know about it for quite some time until the debt collectors start calling you saying, hey, why don't you pay for it? And then you go, hmm, didn't realize I had a, a credit card or a loan with this particular institution. So, yeah, this is where credit card and identity theft is a massive issue. Yeah, you can certainly see how that would get out of hand rather quickly. If you're not applying for it and you don't know about it, then uh, yeah, you'll end up at the uh, the raw end of that one and uh, nobody wants mm. that at all. What can we do to reduce the risk? Well, this is the good news. There are lots of things you can do and they're either fairly simple, you know, very easy that most of us can put into place. And my message to listeners here is do these things mm. because, as I say, a lot of people kind of think of identity theft as something that happens to other people, you know, kind of like getting sick, but it is a very real issue. The first thing, and this is one I have, and for my wife and I, is we've signed up to what we call credit alert systems. Okay. So if someone applies for credit in my name, you know, they've mm. got my, you know, they've got my mobile and they've got, or, you know, you know, they've got my passport number or those kind of things, yeah. the system will send me an alert to say, hey, someone has applied for credit in your name. Therefore, I can quickly call those organizations and say, hey, I never applied for that. That's the first one. And these things are low cost, usually a small monthly fee, and it's a great warning system to protect your identity. Yeah, for sure. That's the first one. Second one is passwords. Now, I don't know about you, but these days, I don't know how many websites I use on a monthly basis, probably 100 different mm. websites, so banking things and company things and all this sort of stuff. And so you end up with millions of passwords, right. right? So a lot of people just have a spreadsheet with all their passwords on it, which can be really easy access mm. by an intruder onto your computer, particularly if they you know, hack into your email and so forth. So I strongly recommend two things to do with passwords. Firstly, use a password manager yep. like LastPass or 1Password. And the advantage of those is you can have really you know, cryptic and strange passwords for all the websites you have, and it will pre-populate it for you so you don't have to remember any of it. So yep. it's a brilliant system. The second thing is using two-factor authentication where you either get sent a code to your mobile phone or you get like a Google authenticator and Microsoft have one as well, yeah. produces a code to use at every website. So unless someone, you know, they may access your computer, but unless they have access to your mobile phone as well, they've got no chance of being able to get into any of your websites. Really, really important thing to have. Yeah, also, no. obviously, antivirus software, ransomware type stuff that protects your computer and alerts you and tries to get rid of these things if they come onto your computer. Really, all these things are really low cost you know, it may cost you a total of, I don't know, 100 bucks a year or something like that for these kind of services, but it will make a big difference. Cheap insurance. Um, to protect, yeah, it is. It's really cheap insurance. And two other little things. One is to, you know, using your garbage, you know, don't throw out personal documents into your garbage mm. until they're all shredded up. And of course, review your bank statements. You actually need to check to see if there's anything unusual on there. I've, I had an incident a few years ago through someone, I don't know how I got, I got my credit card details. 
and they'd spend all this money online. Now, thankfully, the bank refunded it, but um, you just don't know with these things. So just review statements properly. Don't go paying for things that you haven't actually spent mm. uh, and call the bank the moment you suspect something. So there's lots of little things you can do to minimise it and to get onto it. If it is something, because to be honest, it's one of these things that I think will happen to you. It's a question of how do you mitigate it, reduce the risk, and also to minimise the problem if it occurs. Yeah, exactly. And uh, you can take care of it very quickly. Some good advice today in regard to identity theft. Alex, if our listeners want to get in touch with you to talk any money matters, how can they do that? Yeah, look, jump on wealthwithpurpose.com. It's our website, lots of great tips and biblical wisdom about money. Yeah, so wealthwithpurpose.com is the one to check out. Fantastic. Okay, we've caught up with Alex Cook this morning, talking all matters money. Alex Cook from Wealth With Purpose. Thank you for your time this morning, Alex. My pleasure, Ross. Great to be with you. Thanks for tuning into the Wealth with Purpose podcast. For more great biblical wisdom and free resources, please visit www.wealthwithpurpose.com.